I gotta tell you, Emma, I've been a little worried about restless leg syndrome lately. And I don't think that I could be suffering from that, but I wonder, is there a restless mouth syndrome? You're listening to the Dark Crazy. Sean Gilbert presents sketch comedy, funny, editorial, that's stupid, striking commentary, insightful, original music, start revitalizing the show by by trying to address real issues we're going to become important to the world and that means we're going to become important to you world and that's why I'm going to start talking about matters that are somewhat close to my heart and that's why I'm going to start with this 
It's not a revelation to observe in today's world that people seem to be fixated on physical beauty. And not just any kind of beauty, but a carefully constructed template of beauty that was created by media mythmakers to accommodate the freakish 1% of the population, but nonetheless intended to be implemented amongst those of average body type and appearance. We're being presented with images of people who could not be further from normal, but told that this is the image to which we should aspire. And to help us attain that goal, we are sold a plethora of various products intended to make it all possible. From television and magazine makeovers to miracle diets, carb-free food alternatives to high-impact exercise equipment that's as easy to store as it is to use. We are being presented with an impossible standard intended to lower our self-image for the purpose of pushing us into buying overpriced vanity items that will only mock our efforts to improve ourselves. And that's a hard line of crap to swallow after you've already had two Big Macs, supersized fries, and, of course, a large Diet Coke, even when they cram it down our throats this hard. Now, I've always pretty much been a C student in all things, physical appearance being no exception. I'm by no means horrifying to look at, but there are some bars where I just don't get served as readily as other people. I am not one of the beautiful people, and having met quite a few of them, I'm comfortable with that. Because, like all C students, I could do better if I just applied myself. But I'm comfortable with who I am, and largely unconcerned with how other people see me. So as a C student and self-appointed champion of the average Joe Sixpack, I'm prepared to impart to you the basic universal truths of physical beauty I've learned that have made it possible for me to achieve this serenity of self-acceptance. Number one, beauty is based on symmetry. When looking for a mate, we instinctively look for symmetrical features, meaning even spacing of the eyes, ears, and facial features. The size or shape of these features is less relevant so long as they are proportional to each other. Symmetrical features indicate sound genetics, which is something we look for in a potential mate without realizing it. Everything else, round eyes, full lips, long hair, preferences of height and weight, are preferences developed largely as learned behaviors meaning we form them based on what we're taught on a social level. Number two, everyone looks funny naked. I know, I know, we are most of us primarily preoccupied with looking at pictures of naked people, and the information age has made them fairly easy to obtain. But despite the huge amount of mainstream media and less sophisticated outlets dedicated to the exhibition of the undressed, these are pictures, not people. Whether it's a swimsuit layout or a centerfold spread, it is a meticulously crafted illusion. A person stripped down and shellacked with skin-perfect glamour, spray on glycerin sweat and rub on paint, then sculpted into a practically animalistic and equally unnatural pose, finally grafted onto a fantasy backdrop of breaking waves or scarlet sunsets. Then that image is touched up and airbrushed into computer to smooth out or remove all the so-called imperfections that lend us our humanity in the first place. Not to mention the fact that the models used often start out artificially augmented themselves with cosmetic implants intended to enhance or de-emphasize whichever features the current zeitgeist is deemed attractive or unattractive. Most of these people look the same as you or me whenever they're coming out of the shower. And there's a word for those who are picture-perfect all the time, regardless of settings or trappings. They're freaks. And that's why we're fascinated by them. Society has always put mutants on display. So if you're one of those people, don't mistake that novelty for genuine admiration. 
people would stare at you if you had two heads or a tail, too. But that doesn't mean they want to be with you or like you. It just means you're noticeably different. Number three. Everybody's a klutz. No matter how cool, how graceful you are, you fall on your ass sometimes. Audrey Hepburn face-planted into the floorboards once or twice in her day, you can be sure. Lenny Kravitz gets up in the middle of the night to pee, stubs his toe on the nightstand, and cries like a sissy baby man. Trust me, he bawls like a little girl whose kitty got hit by a car. And as he's sitting on the floor in his SpongeBob SquarePants underoos, the girl he's with, or guy, I don't know, he's a little frilly, stirs from her sleep and says, Why are you crying, Lenny? I thought you were always cool. And Lenny just puts on his platinum-plated red tent Elton John clown spectacles and says solemnly, Nobody's always cool, baby. And you know what? He's right. Number four, everyone takes a dump. It's true. I don't care who you are or how glamorous, at some point you're squatting over a toilet like the rest of us. So every time you see a guy or girl that's just so beautiful, so perfect that you know you're out of their league, just imagine them taking a nice big crap and you'll realize you're not so different. Just remember, when somebody's bathroom smells like vanilla, it's because they had to spray it there to keep you from passing out. Number five, everyone is beautiful. I know my tone might lead you to believe I don't think anything is beautiful, but I'm actually saying the opposite here. I think all this universal homogenization of the very idea of beauty is working to negate the truth that everyone has the potential to carry their own kind of beauty. Some people look better blonde. Some people need to put on a few pounds or lose a few pounds. There are people whose bodies support a more slender frame, and some who are just right a little plump. There are sundress girls, guys with shaved heads, body-painted tattoo people, and blue-haired chicks, God love them. Tall Amazon women and cute-as-buttons short people. And only they can define who they are with a look and style that could not be imitated by anybody else. So when they sell us on this global Stepford wifing, this eugenically correct utopia where we're all pressed into the same mold and cranked out to the same structure and proportions, they're selling us on an empty promise for a thing we wouldn't want if we had it. Because we buy that lie by trading in the one part of ourselves that is uniquely and inherently beautiful. That quality of soul and self that is indefinable and therefore makes us who we are. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we should be content with ourselves no matter what. Some body choices are unhealthy, even dangerous. If you're morbidly obese or wafer thin, you should attend to that. But not as a matter of appearance. Work to stay in healthy shape so that you feel better about life. Then you'll feel better about yourself. But don't work to fit yourself into a shape that will meet someone else's expectations. Because even if that were possible, it wouldn't be worth the trouble. There is value in being cosmetically beautiful, but physical beauty alone makes you about as valuable as a cardboard cutout or a Victoria's Secret catalog. And the catalog, at least, won't give me grief and will fit conveniently under my mattress when I'm done with it. So set a higher bar for yourself than that. You're worth more than what the world tells you you're supposed to be.
and that's Devil May Care by Rusty Blue. We started out the show as always with Formula Guy by Size 14. And that does it for another episode of The Dark Crazy. Also, thanks for tuning in, all of those of you who are. And if you want to hear some more of my rants, go to darkcrazy.com, look up the Dark Crazy store, and look at my books, starting with The Robots Are Taking Over, which is just full of my nonsensical ramblings. But until next time, thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you when I see you. Dog Crazy!